How will your name be recorded? Although today we've become a little more skeptical of information that we read on the internet or through other social media and even news sources, yet we often find that people pass on that information regardless of whether or not they've verified the facts. Of course, that's become a problem as many of the articles I searched for warned advising their readers to carefully search out the truthfulness of the information and the reliability of the source. In fact, that was the assignment that my university class recently completed and it's helped them become more discerning going forward. Thank goodness that isn't something we need to worry about when we read the Bible. As the inerrant word of God, we can be assured that every word contained in it is inspired by the Holy Spirit. As Paul explains, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and it teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Paul or Peter follows this with, you must pay close attention to what they wrote for their words are like a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and Christ, the morning star shines in our hearts. Above all, we must realize that no prophecy in scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. In light of this, I want us to consider the various places in Scripture where we read exhaustive lists of names and wonder why God instructed his authors to carefully record every single person's name. Perhaps you've been like me and occasionally skipped over those verses, thinking the list written in Ezra 2 and Nehemiah 7, or as well as Matthew 1 and Luke 3, aren't really as significant as other portions of Scripture. But I want to argue that if we sincerely believe that all Scripture is inspired by God, then we should consider what instructions these lists actually have for us. For instance, the list in Ezra and Nehemiah records the names of those who remained faithful in their devotion to God despite the years of depravity under their own godless kings and destruction wrought by the invading armies who forced them into captivity. Consider, for example, the Jewish exiles who returned to Jerusalem following their captivity by King Nebuchadnezzar. This was a brave bunch who determined to return to their homeland, knowing for certain that Solomon's magnificent temple was in ruins and their beloved city of Jerusalem and surrounding villages were now run by their enemies. We read again in Ezra chapter 8 of another collection of families who returned with Ezra for the sole purpose of rebuilding the wall around the city and temple itself as well as reinstituting the worship and sacrifices instructed by the law given to Moses. This was an extremely dangerous undertaking for the journey required four months of travel across 900 miles or 1,448 kilometers from Babylon to Jerusalem and the people were without an army escort. 
Further, once they arrived, they were greeted with severe opposition by those who were angry with them and determined to stop the Jews from rebuilding the wall and the temple. In fact, the returning Jews had to work with a tool in one hand and a weapon in another to ensure that they could withstand any attack. Thus, we can see how important it is to read a listing of the families who returned to aid in the rebuilding and reestablishment of worship. What an inspiring testimony of courage, faithfulness, and dedication. They certainly deserve to be remembered for what their devotion both expressed and accomplished. We see similar examples of faith provided for in Hebrews 11, where verse after verse records it was by faith Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Rahab, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets sacrificed and served. Each showed us by their faith how to overcome despite incredible adversity, huge opposition, and impossible odds. But just as this record shows that these people earned a good reputation because of their faith, it also states there is a great promise to come, for God had something better in mind for us, so that they would not reach perfection without us. Thus, this record compels us to look forward to our own life of faith, in which we're challenged to keep our eyes forward on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith, and who shows us how to persevere because of the joy awaiting him, enduring suffering and shame for the future glory to be revealed. As we think of all the hostility Jesus endured from sinful people, then we won't become weary and give up. Thus, their testimony and our Lord's testimony strengthens us to press on to know him, to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed us, and to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Therefore, what will we want the biblical record to show of us? Revelations 20.12 states of the time when the dead, both great and small, are standing before God's throne and the books are opened, including the book of life, and the dead are judged according to what they've done as are recorded in the books. And anyone whose name is not found recorded in the book of life is thrown into the lake of fire. The book of life is definitely a place that we want to have our names recorded where the significance of what we've done and how we've lived for Jesus is declared. And thus we have to ask ourselves, now rather than later, what will this record show? Will it show our dedication and devotion to the Lord? Will it contain information about how we have faithfully and bravely served the Lord despite opposition or difficulties? For in Ephesians 1, Paul explains that even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. 
This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. How awesome is that? From time immemorial, it pleased God to love us, choose us, and adopt us into his own family. We then should be delighted to know that God wants our names to appear in the Lamb's Book of Life an eternal record of our love and devotion to him and our determination to follow him and complete the good things he's planned for us to do. So the next time you're tempted to skip over those lengthy lists of names, consider how you want to be remembered. Consider what legacy you want to have written about your life. Consider what will be recorded about what you've done with the love of life, and gifts God has given you. May it record the faithfulness and the well done of your existence. God bless you, beloved. God bless you.